travel. She had been young, and younger still in her father's eyes. She had longed for the journey, the trip off of their moon if only for one cycle. Nobody her own age travelled off the moon, that she knew of anyway, and many of them wouldn't even want to. But her father was who he was, and as such, gave their family certain privileges. She had longed to travel ever since she could remember. Her father's contraptions lying around had given her the peek into the rest of the galaxy, pulling back the black curtain of space to a forming mind. Oh, such wonders she had seen through those tinkering mechanisms, and some things so close to her. She saw the treasure box of beauty through those glass eyes, the flaming ruby of Mars, the emerald sapphire that was Earth. Earth held a special place in her heart, it was where she knew her mother had gone. A place that she had not returned from. Her father was visiting nearby Ganymede, which for Europeans they called El Arpen. It was to be a quick trip, it being so close helped for swift passage to and from. The brewing sea at the centre of the moon housed one of the major cities in their region, and the inhabitants were known as being a welcoming group. Diplomacy aside, the trip was one her father always looked forward to, due to the hospitality that could always be expected. Three shinos, that's all it took to get there. A blink of an eye really. No need for long-distance cocoons that keep them tight and safe. They shinnled down, using vibration waves, into the vast city that stretched high into the inside of the planet, like the remains of an eaten apple. The lofty parts looked out over the turbulent ice sea which raged and howled to its own delight. Much like their own city, El Arkan was a brilliantly white city, its walls and surfaces gleaming like a polished tooth. Parts of the city's structure were transparent where the waters ran through like a living creature. It was a beautiful place and offered her a sense of calm and loveliness that had perhaps been absent for too long. He of course would stay in the ambassador house, her father usually enjoyed royal-like comforts on his diplomatic trips. And while he was away, P. Earl was afforded the luxury of freedom. To venture to the other side of the moon if she wanted, or even down deeper into the ice tunnels which held mysteries and fossilized bones of creatures many knew not what of. Though left to herself, at home she was only alone in her own quarters, the palatial residence required many to help run it efficiently. Alone in her room, she found time to rest and sleep. P. Earl came the voice. Softly, like a snowflake landing on her ear. Her eyes were closed still, she felt the webbing around her body, keeping her in place. She was hesitant to open them, such dreams she'd had, and they were in danger of slipping away if she opened her eyes. It was so rare for her to sleep, and when she did, the night flashes came, robbing her of any peace. She was unusual for her kind. The rest of Europa never had dreams, never suffered the nightmares of other worlds parade across her mind like she did. Calling out in despair and anger. She'd learned not to sleep. She had learned a lot just to live. It came again P. Earl, a little stronger, this time the other side of her head. Her eyes flickered apart and scanned, she found no one there. Her room lay beneath her empty and quiet. She hung up in the rafters, encased in the white webbing that held sleep, and dreamless sleeps for everyone but her.
She knew the voice now, she had known it before. Her inner self telling her, it was time to go. The voice, tinged with that of her mother's, whispering that now was the time. She had made her plan quickly and quietly. She had read her mother's journals, recorded tablets that were kept in their library. She had discovered the need in the blood they shared to explore, to grow and to see. Her mother had been quite open about the stages of her life, and how towards the transition, it was not seen as departure, but of a rebirthing into something else. Like a butterfly leaving a cocoon. P. Earl knew her father would understand, but she knew also that loss and sadness would wash into those parts of him that loved her. Her time had come to go to Earth, to set off and shed what had begun to stick too cumbersomely to her as the year cycles had rotated. She needed to change, to become what she wanted to be. Not held within the ice cage of necessity. What would happen, she was unsure of, but her mother's hand seemed to be guiding her, telling her it was okay. Her father would understand, it had happened to her mother also. This calling from beyond. In space, we dream. And indeed, P. Earl had seen such vision as her transport shot through the blankness of the galaxy. Visions of her mother and father, voices from a new world that sung softly in her mind. She was being pulled by a need to change, not just herself, but others too. That long-burning desire to alter other lives, not just her own was giving the weight it needed to grow into something. Her departure had begun a chain of magic events which, she hoped, would conclude with a changing of self into something beyond what she could limitedly comprehend, and to perhaps save a number of others who she'd never even met, but knew were on the brink of something terrible. <laughs>